Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I'll be bringing you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. Welcome to episode 38 of The Mental Dietitian. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, and let me tell you something. I have had a pretty nuts last probably 18 hours. I had food poisoning. This episode is going to come up a little bit later because I didn't record it because I got back from LA. We went to Disneyland, Lexi and I, for about five days. It was amazing. And then I got back last night, had some steak, and then I woke up at 1.30 in the morning and my stomach was not happy. Barely slept. Now it's about 11 a.m. on a Wednesday, and I'm late at uploading this episode. So my apologies for those people that wanted this episode today. It might get uploaded tomorrow. But this episode is really, I want to talk about the pros and cons of working hard and my journey with working really, really hard and the the pros and cons of that. So in my career, I'm, I'm a salesperson. I have been in sales since 2013, so about nine years. And in that time, I have had some serious ups and downs. Sales is a, a soul-destroying, character-building career. <clears throat> And now I'm at a point point now where I can I can literally go do anything. Like I could sell anything um, because I've realized it's about people and it's about connection. And if you can develop rapport with somebody and communicate and connect with people and really find out what they're looking for, then you can sell them something depending on what they're looking for. And if you don't have what they're looking for, then refer them to somewhere else that does have what they're looking for. And you do it with integrity and trust and you don't act like a scheming kind of used car salesperson, which is funny. I'm actually a used car salesperson. I sell new and used vehicles. And there's a lot of stigma around that. And I've felt it at times. I've been like, man, I'm a, I'm a car salesman. Like, yeah, yeah, I am. I sell cars. Um, but in my early, early sales career, I worked so hard, especially when I left I worked for a gym called Good Life Fitness for about three and a half years. And I ended up leaving that because it wasn't giving me the lifestyle that I wanted. I was working quite long days, wasn't really getting paid that much because most people train in the morning if they have a personal trainer. And then at night, they train then. And there's kind of a gap during the day. And ended up, my last paycheck at Good Life, I made, I barely worked because I didn't have any clients. I had like, make, made like $534 in a two-week period, which is nothing. It's a two pennies. I barely was there. I was kind of checked out. I ended up going to a company that sold personal loans over the phone. I was there for about two and a half years. And here's where I want to talk about the pros and cons of like this hustle culture or this work hard kind of culture. I would get on the train at around 5 a.m. in the morning. I'd get up at around 4.30 I would probably get on the train around 5, 5.15, and I would work about 10 to 12 hours a day, 
five to six days a week. And I did that for two and a half years. And it really took a toll on my health. Really took a toll. I put on weight. I remember drinking so much caffeine to get through the day that my eyes started twitching. I had like a permanent twitch. My nervous system was so fried and I was so anxious and all the time I was sweating all the time. Like it was just, it was a lot. It took a real toll on my system. It took a toll on my relationship because I was working so hard. And I really look back on those days and it's kind of part of me. It's like, man, why'd you do that? Here's the other side of it. Here's the, here's the pro side of it. That's the cons. The pro side of it is when I was there at 5.50 in the morning or 6 a.m. in the morning, there's nobody else there and I walk into the office and I'm the first one to hit the dialers to call people and there's a queue. There's something about that walking to an office where it's like, I'm doing what other people are not willing to do. Therefore, I'm going to get results that other people will not get. It developed character in me. It developed it, it. I pushed myself harder doing that than I have anything else in my life, and it really showed me what I'm what I'm capable of and what my potential is. So, looking back on it, I'm grateful for all of it. I'm grateful for the lessons that it taught me, and I wouldn't be in the position now where I can make the income that I can make now if I didn't have those tens of thousands of calls with people. I have spoken to tens of thousands of people on the phone, all different nationalities, all different religions, all different demographic of people. And nothing can really replace that. You can't replace hard work with reading books about it. You can't replace hard work by going to a seminar, listening to a podcast or following a sales coach on Instagram. How you get better at something is by doing it. I was at jiu-jitsu recently, and this guy, Bibiano Fernandez, he's a multi-time world 1FC champion, and I get to train with him probably once or twice a week. And he's 42 years old. He's about to do his – I don't know how many more fights he's going to do, but I think this is going to be one of his last fights in 1FC coming up. And he's like, the best way to get better at jiu-jitsu – is to do jujitsu. It's not to read about it. It's not to do drills necessarily. It's to get on the mat and tap in with somebody and go like this and then go to spa. And it's, it's really true. It's like that hard work, that kind of hustle culture that I was stuck in for years and years and years of putting money before my health. I am grateful for parts of it because it, it helped develop a work ethic in me. And I know that I can go back there if I needed to. For example, if I started my own business one day, I know that, hey, Aaron, you are capable of doing that. You are capable of pushing yourself. But what I'm really trying to do lately is to get that balance back of like, okay, well, your health matters. So for example, today, Old me, when I worked at this company, selling personal loans over the phone, old me who up at 1.30 in the morning last night, sitting on the toilet, having a terrible time, who barely slept, I would have gone to work today. I would have been absolutely exhausted. It would have taken a massive toll on my system. It probably would have caused the sickness to go on three, four more days. 
maybe even a week, depending, because it just would have damaged my immune system doing it. That's what I would have done two, three years ago. Now I'm taking the day off. I know and I listen to my body. I'm like, dude, like, there's this one day of subpar performance at work, which it would be. I, I wouldn't be, I, I can't be my best on the phone right now. Would it be worth the effects on your health, the effects on lots of things? Is it worth that? It's like, no, rest is important. It's like, a lot of people in society, especially men, have this thing like, oh, you got to work 12 to 18 hours a day. I want to work five to six hours a day and make four or five times what I made working 12 hours a day. And I wouldn't be able to do that unless I had to work those 12 hours a day to gain the skill set to be able to work five, six hours a day and make the same or triple, quadruple the money I did before if that makes sense. So it's kind of like this dichotomy of like, I wouldn't be here where I am today in my life with my sales career, making the money that I'm making with the skill sets I have. If I hadn't have done those 12 to 13 hours, sometimes between 10 and 13 hours. But if I do that 10 to 13 hours, it'll literally kill me if I just do that forever. It's kind of like the seasons, like there's summer, there's spring, there's winter, there's autumn. And in some seasons, the plants are growing and they're pushing and they're trying to create flowers. And the other seasons, they're trying to produce and consolidate. And some seasons are for growth and some seasons are to consolidate. Just like if you push too hard and you feel like there's momentum going your way, that's when you put in a lot of work. It's like one of my last probably like four or five episodes ago, I had the law of momentum which is I had momentum in August and September. I made a lot of income in those two months and I felt it. I'm like, okay, now's the time to work a little, work an hour longer per day. But coming into these kind of winter months where it's, it's not as people kind of, when it's sunshine, people are in a good mood. When it starts getting dark in, in Canada or North America, people kind of, naturally, whether or not they realize it or not, they kind of um, contract in, they don't go outside as much. They spend more time inside. They don't want to spend as much money because it's not as sunny and they don't want to get a new car because who knows, like it's very interesting. So there's ebbs and flows in everything that we do in life. And there's pros and cons of working really, really hard. That's why self-awareness and really diving into Example, for me, my value as a man came from my performance at work. If I don't make a lot of money, I'm not a man, was the belief and a belief that bleeds through our society that if you do not perform and if you are not a man of value financially, then you're not a man. Some people are like, yeah, well, I agree with that. There's components that I can see where it's like, okay, well, you want to live up to your potential. You want to be the best version of yourself you possibly can. And you're doing yourself a disservice by not getting after it and not really pushing yourself. I agree with that. But if it's coming from a place that is very unhealthy, like I did, like to the point where you'll make yourself sick, which if you do that over and over again, you'll literally kill yourself. Like there's, there's scientific proof that it can cause cancer 
massive amounts of cortisol over decades and decades can cause cancer, it can cause arthritis. And this is all coming from these stress hormones because you don't feel like you're enough unless you make a certain amount of money. If I take a day off, I'm a fucking loser. I live like that for years. And it came from a place of fear and scarcity where I didn't grow up with a whole lot of money around me. And when I started actually making more money, I had this fear that if I stopped even for a day, I'm going to lose it all, which is totally irrational. But the limbic part of our brain, which is the central part of our brain, which is the emotional center of our brain, will make decisions and react 80,000 times faster than the prefrontal cortex, which is the logical part of our brain. So as, as I think it's hilarious when people are like, oh, I'm a logical person. No, you're not. There's no such thing as a logical person. Biology says no. So if you are damaging yourself through this hustle, work hard culture, and it's making you sick and you're overweight and you're eating crappy food, but you're making a lot of money, you are not successful. You are not successful. If you are working five to six hours a day, you got good relationships, you're making a lot of money, even eight hours a day, whatever it is, even you could be working 10 hours a day, whatever it is, but you are healthy, you're eating good food, you got good relationships, you got a good community around you, you're exercising all the time, you feel like you are healthy mentally, you feel like you don't have these massive traumatic triggers that make you want to go to work all the time and make you want to work 12 hours a day. And if you don't work 12 to 15 to 18 hours a day, then you're a fucking loser. Good for you. Keep doing what you're doing. But if you're the opposite, it's time to really look at if you had the external things taken away from you, the money, the status, the general manager tag, I've heard stories in my industry of people making 30, 40 grand a month as salespeople selling cars, but they wanted the title of a general manager, which is more work, ended up being half the income, but now they're called a general manager. That is status chasing, which is crazy. But that's what some people did. And those people ended up burning bridges because they want to be called a general manager. Now, if that's you... I would, uh, I would, I would challenge you. Like, why do you want that title? Why do you want that status so bad? Why do you want that label so bad? Do you think that that's who you are? Because if that was taken away from you all of a sudden, which you never know what could happen in life, if that was taken away from you, then who are you? I'm not a car salesman. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a jujitsu athlete. They're all things that I do, but that's not who I am. I'm iron, and even iron is a construct that I've created through, it's my name, it, it's, it has certain things attached to it. But what you do to make a living and make an income is not who you are. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that make that who they are. And then when they retire or when they switch careers, a lot of professional football players or professional athletes have a really hard time with that, that their entire life, their identity is being tied to their athletics and their career with it, whether or not it be boxing, MMA, basketball, football, hockey. When they leave that, they don't know who they are anymore because they made who they are their 
their job or they made who they are, what they do to make money. So just some food for thought here. Just wanted to break down the benefits of working hard, the pros and cons of working hard and how that can affect us and build us and how it can also damage us if we're not really monitoring ourselves, our emotional state, if we're not really just monitoring ourselves, making sure that we're not out of balance, we're not doing things. And when I say out of balance, if you want to achieve anything great in life, you have to be out of balance for a period of time. You have to be. If you want to be a doctor, you're going to be out of balance. You're going to study a lot. You're going to work hard. You're going to. But you can't do that forever and ever and ever. Some people do, and we respect them in our culture, and I'm grateful for those people because I wouldn't be talking on the computer that I'm talking on right now. I wouldn't have the phone that I have. I wouldn't be driving the, the Tesla I get to drive. But if it's killing you and destroying all the relationships around you, even if you have all these external things, is it really worth it? Some people say yes. Some people say no. You have to really find out what that answer is for you. And if you're going after something great, go after it. Good for you. But if you are destroying relationships along the way, I'd rather be wealthy with relationships and friendships than wealthy with money. Because if I'm wealthy with relationships and friendships, I will have the connections to be wealthy with money. It's just a few steps away. But if I'm just wealthy with money, but I'm alienated people along the journey and may the bridges we burn light the way kind of mindset, then you'll end up being an old, bitter person with lots of wealth and lots of fake friends because you're wealthy financially, but you're not wealthy holistically in every area of your life. And that's what I strive to be. I try to be wealthy mentally physically, financially, spiritually, relationally, in every area of my life, because I think that's the best way to live your life. And that's why I started this podcast, to talk about that. So I hope this helps, guys. I feel actually better than what I did before doing this podcast. So this is very healing for me, even talking about this stuff and flushing out my thoughts. You know, I only hit record and I just start talking. I don't know where I'm going to end up, but I'm glad I ended up here. And I'm glad I'm finishing the podcast here. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street. Just anybody at all. If you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations that we're having. It would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms. And I also do love connecting with my listeners. So please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. My Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter. And that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.